You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Well, the Gauteng police, they've opened an inquest docket into the death of a grade 9 pupil from Queen's High School in Johannesburg. A uh, 15-year-old Brian Lovu was allegedly forced to drink poison. Now, the family says that he got sick after returning from school and uh, they are now asking, uh, you know, for assistance and trying to highlight what has happened here and I suppose uh, seek justice. We join on the line now by uh, the mother of Brian and Lovu, Mildred and Lovu. Uh, Mildred, good afternoon. Welcome to Update at Noon. Good afternoon and thank you. Let me first just express my deepest, most sincere. <sighs> Mildred, yeah, this is triggering for me. Um, but I, I would love to extend our sympathy as the SAFM crew and, of course, SABC (coughs) News, uh, we really are very sorry for your loss. Now, if you could just start by telling us exactly what happened uh, with your son, please. Um, My son went to school on Monday, the 31st of July. Like, just his routine that you'd go at school at... 7.40 7.40 and come back late in the afternoon. So Brian came back at around 3.30, if I'm not wrong, 3.30 something to 4. Then he walked into the house and I asked him, why are you dragging your feet, boy? And he was like, Mama, I'm tired. All right. I wasn't concerned about his tiredness anyway because I took it. It's a Monday. It must have been a very long day for him. Then he walked into the house, took off his Queen's High School uniform, ate his lunch, and took a nap. He just took a nap for about five, ten minutes or so. Then that's when he woke up and went back to bed again, I'd say. Went back to his room. Then when he was room, he slept in his room until six that's when the dad arrived at home when the dad arrived at home that's when he confronted brian he woke up brian and asked him that he had got a call from the principal saying brian was being naughty at school then that's when it came to my alarm that the dad had got a call he had never told me anything so brian answered back to his dad and said dad i know you're not going to listen to me because every time I try and explain whatever situation happens at school, the, the principal doesn't want to listen to me. He always takes sides. So I asked him, Brian, why did you at least tell me that at school no one wanted to listen to you? The principal didn't want to listen to your story. And he said, Mama, I knew you were not going to trust me. Okay, then after the discussion with his dad, we spoke to him. He then decided to visit a friend next door. The friend is an elder, an elder boy, is about in his early 20s now. So he visited Simba next door. That's when he had a chat with Simba. 
he was like, dude, my day has been very long today. And guess what? I was bullied. And the bullies even forced me to drink poison. Then after 20, 30 minutes, that's when he came back home. He sat down. Then that's when I noticed something was not right with my son. I asked him, Brian, are you okay? What's happening? You seem to be sweating, but you're wearing two jackets. That's when he answered back and said to me, he said to me, Mama, I'm feeling very hot and I've got mm -hmm. a stomach bug. So I was like, did you eat anything or what happened? That's when he said to me, no, Mama, I didn't eat anything. I, had, I then had to raise my voice because mm -hmm. I could tell he wanted to say something, but he was a bit afraid. When I raised my voice, then Brian said to me, Mama, <coughs> I wanted to tell you, today the boys at school bullied me and they pulled me into the toilet, Mama. They forced me to drink poison in a bottle. I was like, I can't hear you. And he said, yes, Mama, please give me some milk. Okay, please get me milk urgently, Mama. That's when I ran to the kitchen, grabbed milk, gave Brian the milk. He tried to sip the milk, but the milk was just coming out. That's when I took him serious. I could tell that it's no joke. He's in pain. His time is giving him cramps then. That's when I just decided to rush him to Hillbrook Clinic. That's, um, yeah, we got to the clinic around, I think, something to eight sorry i lost track of time it was around something to eight i think then the staff at hillbrook clinic were amazing they ran around put him on a trip put him on oxygen they tried to do cpr but you know, unfortunately my son was normal i'm so sorry mildred so sorry that you had to go through that and I cannot imagine how you must feel at this point. But did your son, was he able to tell you who the perpetrators were, who made him drink the poison? Yes. When I raised my voice, he at least managed to say, Mama, there's a boy called Lefty. Lefty gave me a substance to drink. I said, what's his name? And he said, Lefty. Then after that, I said to him, tell me, who else was around you? He was like, Mama, ask all my friends. Then he, he named about four guys, four boys in the school. He was like, Mama, these are my friends. Mm. They know what has been happening in the school. Okay. It's been, it has been going on since the beginning of this year, Mama. So if you ask my friends, they will answer to that. I would imagine that you have reported this matter to the school, Mildred. Yes, I did. And what did the school do? Um, on Tuesday at 8 o'clock, the principal had asked for a meeting for us to come sit down with Brian and have a chat with him at the school. Pity we couldn't take Brian to the school's care. He had passed on. But then we did go to the school, myself and the dad. The principal didn't show any sense of remorse or anything everything was normal and through my understanding and the way he spoke to me he was accusing my son 
of her of committing suicide of at home, of which I disagreed with that. Brian would never do such silly stuff. He would never done that. So essentially the school refusing to believe you. Um, what, what did you do then beyond that? Because as you say, your son did mention some names to you. I did give the names to the principal and the principal's answer was, ma'am, we cannot confront any pupil in the class until and unless their parents give us authority. I also asked for the CCTV footage and it denied me access to the footage. He told me it was his privacy, he couldn't share it with anyone. But then when I was leaving the premises after having a chat with the principal, there were kids who came to me giving me hugs and they said, mama, please make sure the principal tells you the truth. He knows what's been happening in the school. So, yeah. Did, have you escalated this to the Department of Education, Mildred? Yes, yesterday. Oh, okay. On Tuesday, there was a gentleman by the name Mr. Williams. He was from the department. He was there also yesterday at the school. But mm -mm, I did not see his, his help with me. I felt he was standing with the school instead of backing me up. D have you taken this up with law enforcement? at all um yeah because we had a case opened though so, so the, the cops were also involved they came in yesterday to join to join us Mildred this is a terrible loss but you know w what sort of assistance do you need at this time I need closure I need closure ma'am and I'd love all the parents out there to get to understand that Queen's High School is not a place for any child. Nobody deserves, no child deserves to be bullied, ma'am. I repeat, no child deserves to be bullied. Parents need to be aware of Queen's High School, including the principal, who's Mr. Lawrence. I feel, I'm sorry to say this, but I feel he, he's a racist in some way. I feel so. I'm sorry. I apologize to say that, but I feel I must say that. Mrs. Nlovu, thank you so much for speaking to us at such a difficult time. Our sincere condolences once more. Um, and, you know, we will follow up on the story. We'll follow up with the school. We'll follow up with the Department of Education. And, of course, we'll follow up with you as well uh, just to see how things are going really heart-wrenching story there. Mildred Ndlovu, um, the mother of 15-year-old Brian Ndlovu, who died after he was allegedly forced to drink poison at school. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.